Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Ephesians chapter number one. The Lord showed me this yesterday morning in my Bible reading, and I just I just never had used this before. I'm going to close it with a little illustration of something that happened last night. And uh, I'm telling you, God's broke me all day. I've sat around and cried all day. I'd, 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 I'd get better and then I'd start crying again. God just whipped the time out of me today. And I'm going to share that with you here in just a minute. Ephesians 1, let's go to verse 3. Did I say 3? Let's go to 3, Ephesians 1 and verse number 3, just to get it into context. And I'm going to, my reading's lengthy, all the way down through verse number 12. You found that? Say amen. amen. Blessed be the God and the Father and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. None of, nobody knew what I was preaching about tonight when that songs were sung. I was thinking, that's perfect. All he's done, drinking from saucer, it just just fits. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. We know this from Revelation. What was he? He was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So the plan was laid before the world was laid. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Not, I'm just, I, I, I better go on. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath. He hath made us accepted in the beloved. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather in one all things in Christ. Both which are in heaven and which are on earth even unto him in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestined or predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted who first trusted in Christ. Father I love you. Thank you for the night for the chance to be behind this sacred desk on this ground sanctified for the work of the Lord. Thank you for the souls. Thank you for the prayer room, the fellowship. We appreciate the presence of God. I ask you to fill my mouth and guard my tongue and help me to be accurate in this scripture tonight, Lord. 
and share with the church what you put upon my heart. You've been with me today. You've spoke with me today, Lord. You spoke to me. Help us now, God. We can be effective. For the cause of Christ, I don't have any other reason to live. When I'm no longer effective, please, God, call me home. I'll come to the house. Bless this. For your glory, I ask it in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I guess you are gathered by the emphasis on the words, the title of this. I want to share it tonight with this thought. He hath and we have. He hath and because he hath, we have. Had he not, we would not have. But he hath and nobody can change that. He hath and we have. This, this great text, one of the, one of the premier texts of the, in the New Testament showing the significance. People get twisted up on the predestinated. Listen, here it is in three things. It's the Father's plan, the Son's purchase, and the Holy Spirit's protection. You can wrap all of that up in this chapter, and that's the outline of this thing. It's the Father's plan. Where would he plan it from? From the foundation of the world. If you Listen, if God planned it from the foundation before the world was ever laid, created, spun, hung on nothing, the people put here, everything put here that's living, if he done that, do you think he's going to change his mind? Ah. He'll change his mind. He said, I'm God and I'll change not. He's not going to change. He's not going to change. His plan was laid out. It was predestinated. His plan, it was going to be Christ and we're going to be in him. And that's the only way we get to the Father. You're trying to get to the Father some other way. You're the same as a thief and a robber. But we come, we come. Let me expound on these quickly, and I'll let you go home. I'll tell you a little story, and we'll go home. In verse number, in, in verse number four, I, I, I want to catch this real quick. According to as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world. Does that is that does that mean that you was either chose to be saved? Oh no, or lost? No, everybody's got a free will. Where, where do you see that? Because he said we should. It don't say we shall. It said we should. And we should. What should we do? We, we are the chosen and we should accept Christ and be put in him. We should be holy and without blame before him in love. How in the world can I be holy and blameless in love before God tonight? There's only one way that I can be blameless, holy, and loved before God tonight, and that's in Christ. Amen. We may be Christians, but sometimes we're not too holy. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children, that's the plan. That's how he's going to do it. Listen. Randall quoted the verse with that word. And when in the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to receive that, that we might be adopted in. So there it is. That's how it, that was the plan from the beginning. That we could be adopted in. Predestinated into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. 
according to the good pleasure of his will. The perfect will of God. What is God's will? God's not willing that any should perish. A plus. To the praise and the glory of his grace wherein he hath. Here it is. Made us accepted in the blood. He had to do it. You couldn't be accepted in the blood. It was God that said, I'll accept you in the beloved. There's no other way. Anyone that's not in Christ is unacceptable. And I'm telling you, it's by the great mercies and grace of God that we're accepted in Him. Amen. There's not a deserving candidate in this room tonight. Even our youngest children, no exception there. Why? It's in Him. So what do we see here? He had, he's accepted us in the blood whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So he had, he had, and we have, number one, we have redemption. Now, I learned this today. When I, I didn't do a strong search on this, Randy, but I'm reading after a guy who said there's three there's three types of redemption recorded in the New Testament, and all of them have a different meaning. And, and some of them mean that you go to a marketplace and you redeem something, you purchase that thing, and you take it, and you take it to keep. He said, he said, but the word redemption right here, this is McGee that, 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 that I was reading after today, said that redemption right here, and I can't even get close to pronouncing the Greek word, but it means this. It means to buy it in the slave market and set it free. He said, now there's free will. And he gave this illustration. And I'm, listen, you can't change American history. There was a time when slaves was in this world, in the U.S. of A. I never, I, I don't, personally, I don't think a man can own another man. But a man can sell himself to another man in the Bible. And some people sell themselves to the bank today. They have to work and kill themselves because if they don't, they'll come get all their stuff. He said, this, this guy, was a, he was a slave owner, and he was a cruel man. And he was bidding on this, on this young black woman. And this other guy was good to his slaves, and he knew what this guy was bidding on her for. And he's going to be mean to her. And so he just started bidding himself. And this guy bid and he'd bid. That guy bid and he'd bid. Finally, the, the, the good slave owner bid so high this guy wouldn't touch it. So he come and got her. She stepped down off the, off the podium or whatever they had her elevated on the wagon and, 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 and started following. And he said, hey, said you don't have to come with me. She said, you saved my life. You bought me. You saved my life. He said, I bought you to set you free. You don't have to come with me. I just, well, I'm about to have a spell. I just paid for you, and now you can go. You know what happened? Here's how you fall in love. You know what they said she done? Said she fell down on her knees in front of him and said, I'll serve you the rest of my life. I'll serve you because you set me free. Hey, 
I'm going to serve you because you freed me. That's what Jesus done when he redeemed us. We serve him because he freed us. Now, we're not only redeemed, but, but look here. He, he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom the, the way... The right way to use knowledge and prudence, the care. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. So he not only redeemed us, but he, he gave us revelation or revealed to us what the mystery was. What is that? That's Christ in us. And us in him. And he in God. And three, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I, I'm not confused by that. That don't tear me up. I praise God. God. There's God the head. And praise God, God the body is Christ. And God the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. I don't have no problem with that. Hallelujah to the Lamb. They're one and the same to me. I pray to the Father and pray through the name of the Son and by the Spirit. Hallelujah. He has revealed these things. We went through mysteries. Can anybody still recall what a mystery in the Word of God is? But perfect, Jimmy. A plus to you and all the others that started to answer and Jimmy cut them off. But that's what it is. No, that's good. You, you answered correctly. Something previously was, was not revealed, but he has revealed him. And God hath revealed him to us by his Spirit. So we're not only redeemed... But he's revealed the purpose in himself. Isn't that good? That in the dispensation of the fullness of times. Now we learned what a dispensation was. And some would say, some would say it's it's a period of time. Well, that's not exactly right. It is a stewardship or an economy or the way God does something. And he does that in different parts, of, in different sections of time. He done it before the he done it before the flood. He done it after the flood. He done it in the law after the law. And now we are in the dispensation, the economy, or the way God's doing it of grace. But this is the last one. This is the last one. According to the scripture, I believe the book. So when he then in this we see that we know it we understand it the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ. What's some ones we know about? One faith, one Lord, one baptism. He's going to gather all things, both the things that are in heaven, which are not even in him. He's going to bring them in when it's the, when the time fullness of times over. We talk, Randall's talking about it in the song service tonight. But one of these days it's going to be over. Curse going to be gone. And we'll soon be done with troubles and trials. And the real judge is going to sit on the bench, praise God. And all injustices will be rectified. But it's not only revealed in this blessed passage. In whom, verse number 11, in whom we have Obtained an inheritance. And it's predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So what do we see here? We see the reward. We have redemption. 
by the blood, no other way. Works can't do it. Granny can't do it. Papa can't do it. Your denomination can't do it. Listen, no kind of spiritual gift can do it. Only by the blood. Water can't do it by the blood. It's by the blood. They're taking blood songs out of churches every day. So don't sing about the blood and the cross. Some say it's a slaughterhouse religion. I say, bless God, here's what it is. It took the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Without his blood, I'm yet in my sin. Hallelujah. But hey, listen, it didn't take a lot of blood. One drop of that blood could cleanse the whole world. Hallelujah. With all that being said, he hath and we have. What do we have? We have redemption. We have a revelation and we have a reward that's somewhere out there on the horizon. And, and we don't know when you're, we're going to get ours. We just know we're leaving one day. We're leaving. That we should. Verse 12. He hath, we have, we should be to the praise. Why? Why? Why would he do that? That we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. That we should be to the praise of his glory. He saves you for his glory. He lets you do what you can do for his glory. Don't get all bent out of shape if someone don't have the same gifts you do. Because he's given you what you got for his glory. Maybe he didn't give them that and most probably didn't. He didn't give everybody the same thing. Some have a mind for numbers. My wife and my son have a mind for numbers. I remember stories. I don't have that gift. Dusty was working a math problem one day. Had three pieces of paper laid out on the table. I leaned over and said, you want me to help you with that? He didn't even respond. He just went. Which said, I have no clue what you're doing, son. But I know the Lord. I know his voice. <clears throat> I'll share something with you. So yesterday, Pat got a day off work, which is rare. To be a part-time worker, she works six days a week and does work at home between Sunday morning and evening church services on the computer. I've never seen a part-time job require so much time. She got off yesterday and had something to do yesterday morning. So yesterday afternoon, we hit the road and, and, and we hadn't bought nothing. Nothing. And about 9 o'clock last night, we was unloading. We'd bought stuff. We went to Sam's looking for a particular thing. And I got there and it wasn't there. I thought, oh man, I struck out. You struck out at Sam's. You're in trouble. They got everything. And in big boxes. So I struck out there. <clears throat> we picked up two or three items. I was 
kind of embarrassed to go through the line with them, but we did get a good deal on some bacon. Man needs bacon. Can't live, can't live without bacon. God help us in the millennial kingdom. No more bacon. We're standing there in line, and it's these two kids have got this little boy. And he's patiently sitting in the buggy as they're ringing up one item after another. I'm going to fall apart telling this. They're ringing all this stuff up, and I've seen her. She's got two cards in her hands. And they're having trouble. The woman in front of us had tomatoes. And these kids have got... It's over full. And she tried the card, and the lady shook her off and said, Well, so let me, da, 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 try it again. Done something. They're conversing back and forth. And finally, the lady looked at her and said, slide that card. Try, try sliding the card. And she slid the card. Now, mind you, these aren't the best dressed people in America. The boy's boots are worn. His blue jeans are a little tattered. And they're not overeaters. They're all pretty thin. Little boy's just sitting in the buggy. They tried the card and tried the card. The card won't work. And she said, I'm sorry. And, and, and the kids, I call them kids. Everybody, when you get as old as I am, everybody's a child. They just push the buggy off to the side. And he reaches to get that little boy out of the buggy. He picked that little boy up and that little boy's staring at the buggy. Now, I didn't catch it last night, but the Holy Ghost showed me something today. That little boy was looking at what they'd picked out, and boy, my mind went to Colin. When Colin goes to the store, Colin picks it out, puts it in the buggy. And the daddy picked the little boy up out of the buggy and laid him across his shoulder, and the little boy stared at the buggy all the way out the door. I asked the woman at the restaurant, I said, hey, how much is that? She said $285. Had it been a hundred, I wouldn't have blinked. I shouldn't have blinked at 285. Because I had a piece of plastic in my pocket that I could put that on a credit card. And then my card had to took it. It took my card. And I'm sitting there today and the Holy Ghost visited me. That we should be to the praise of His glory. Do you know what it would have done to everybody standing around that thing if I'd have pulled my plastic out? And slipped it in that thing and yelled at them kids, Hey, come back here. Get your groceries. But I watched them walk out the door and I watched that little boy staring at that cart. Here's what I thought today. You know what was in that cart? Water and food. It weren't no wine. 
There wasn't nothing in there, beans and stuff to eat. But what got me was stacked up on top was oatmeal. And I hope my cat. Oh, my cabinet today. There's three boxes of oatmeal in there. I said, God, I'll never do that again. I'll never do it again. All I could think of is that little boy might have woke up this morning thinking about that oatmeal that was still in that buggy at the Sam's place because mama's card didn't work. I had opportunity to give glory to God. If I'd just call him back, put the plastic in there, Gordon. We'll pay it next month. Just put it in there. It took that card. Everybody around there that broke down, they wouldn't know what to do. And here's what I should have said. That's brought to you by the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who supplied my need all my life. And I missed the opportunity to give glory to the King. Bless him, Lord. I beg God's forgiveness all day. I cried like a little boy. I'd just be sitting there and he'd wave and just come by me and floor me. Because I didn't put a plastic card in a machine and watch a mama and daddy with a little boy push a overloaded buggy out the door. He hath. That's why I have. I only have because he hath. If he hath not, I don't have. But oh, he hath. And because he hath, I have. And because I have, we should do what we do to the glory of the king, not for our personal. It's for him. Worthy's the lamb. Worthy's the lamb. He's a good God. I'm sorry I'm such a bad Christian. But he's a good God. Hundred dollar gifts is a blink. Ever since I heard Junior preach down there, Junior Hill preach in Florida, I've kept a hundred dollar giver away. Now don't come up and ask me for it, I won't give it to you. It's for somebody that don't ask. I watched Junior Swafford give a guy $100 at that door that night. And before I got to the back, headed to the church, somebody come up to me and said, hey, said, where's Junior? I said, I don't know where he's at. So he handed me $100 said, hey, make sure he gets this. That's him. I don't give it to get it. I don't like money. I don't care for money. I have to have money. Money don't mean thing to me. Never has. Don't mean thing. You won't impress me with your money. I don't care how much you got. Man, I could have helped some people last night. I'll never miss that opportunity again. I thought about calling Sam's today to see it, but there's no way that I had the name. They wouldn't have had a name. 
I researched in my mind, how am I going to find them youngins, them two kids, and that little curly-headed boy? And every time I'd think about Colin Day, I'd start crying. I thought, my word, it's by the grace of God, that's not my boy. I could have been your kid. could have been mine. Count on God, have somebody there. Hey, who's that? That preacher's there. Hey, if anybody's going to help him, he's going to. Uh, $285, a lot of money. I got plastic and took that card just like that. Can't do it for young glory. Got to do it for his. Do you notice he didn't say we shall? He said we should. We should. Come get us a song. He's going to get a song, and I'm going to ask the elders to come. We stand to our feet tonight. We've got a little girl. Our mama's asked us to anoint her. I'm perfectly okay with that. She can't ask for sale. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.